Can't trust that guy. Can't trust him. I reckon he's only. Oh, cold. Better cut that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> the Smith Signal, number 48. Spoiler alert. Hey and welcome to episode 48 of the Smith Signal brought to you from the Smith Tower. I'm Andrew Andrew. And I'm Matt. Hello. Hello, how are you? Fine, yeah. It's Sunday morning and I'm not hungover. Why? What happened? I am a man in control of how much I drink on a Saturday, Andrew. Your friend's ill? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I uh, went for a few drinks but I only had three. But I still had enough while I had a dirty pizza at the end of it on the way home. To be honest, yeah. you've had the dirty pizza anyway. That was happening, wasn't it? No, I'm good. I'm when I, when it comes to, to eating, if I'm not drinking, then I just I'm really good. But as soon as I have a beer, that's it. Then I'll just eat anything. McDonald's, KFC, pizza. I then have no control whatsoever. But I only had two drinks, so I'm not I'm not hungover. I'm quite I'm quite pleased with myself. I might even go to the gym after this. Bloody hell! For a Sunday morning, I'm quite happy with that. Yeah. Is what happened that you had three drinks? Your mate stayed out, and you thought, no, I'm going to play Battlefront. No, but I have played a lot of Battlefront in the last 24 hours. Come on, tell me about Battlefront. Well, I already know that I need a bigger TV. Um, First of all, I don't think the TV is doing doing the graphics any justice. Plus, my eyesight is definitely going now. I tried to play on the foot of my bed and I couldn't see any of the writing. But it's just really good because it's just, it looks like Star Wars. It's got all the Star Wars kind of music. It's just really beautiful. It's just really, really awesome. The only annoyance is they haven't got Darth Vader's voice right. Not even close. It's like they thought, well, we, we can't get James Earl Jones, so we won't even try to get anywhere close to it. And it's just really weird. Um, and also Emperor Palpatine sounds a little bit camp on it as well. <laughs> quite humorous. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's really good. Execute them. All of yeah. them. Yeah, but yeah, worse. You, you sounded Welsh then. But, camp but, Welsh. You, know, you are Welsh, yeah. But you, sound, you put on a Welsh accent. Uh, anyway, He's a bit camper than that, Andrew, in the game. But I recommend it if you get a PlayStation 4, because it's really good. I hear it's a bit repetitive. It gets a bit dull. I can imagine there's not an awful lot to it. But what I'm starting to realise now with these new consoles is that you buy this thing called like a season pass, and they add new like levels and characters and all that stuff, new planets. I think they're going to add like um, Cloud City and, and Death Star soon. So that'd be fun. So, is yeah, it like I mean, a story, yeah, or is it just... I can't work it out. I thought like it'd be like regular computer games as a kid where you play a story to fight your way through the, the storyline. Uh, but in this, it seems to be you just do loads of different little missions. So just from what I can see at the moment, it doesn't look like it. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't look like it's got a lot of longevity towards it. And that's definitely an argument I've seen le- thrown at it. I think what you've got to do is just grid against like the multiplayer and all the online stuff. I just like it because it's Star Wars. And I'm not like a massive gamer, so I don't think it'll, it'll bother me too much. I, uh, this week, I've not been able to stop doing Bane voice. Oh, really? Everywhere you... I go since our Bane off, it's just you... always in my mind. I was doing it in the shop the other day. Have you done it to anyone out loud? Like yeah, 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 frequently. <laughs> so when someone phones, phones you up, basically just say, Speaker of the Devil, and they're like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> quite really that good. much, no. <laughs> yeah, your boss starts shouting at you, and you think, you think you've got control over me? It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I pay you, and this <laughs> yeah, gives yes. you power <laughs> over me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That would be amazing. <laughs> That'd be the, well, the best way ever that anyone could lose their job. He kept on doing Bane voices at me. He kept on threatening me in a really weird voice. Yeah. 
That's Andrew Smith. I might speak signal. See if I could do, do that, that for a day, like for charity or something. Just be Bane. Just try and stay in character all day. But then you have to shave your hair off, wear a mask, and wear like a weird vest. I wouldn't go that far, but that would make it weird because then they would know I was doing Bane. But if it was just like me in my usual attire and then I just, you know, suddenly saying, ah, you know, if like someone's (laughs) doing street theatre, ah, theatricality and deception of powerful agents to the uninitiated. That would (laughs) be really Just put some money in the hat, mate, yeah? Yeah, that'd be really good. I I did something really dorky in the week as well. I was in the shop, like a newsagent, and I was paying for my whatever I was buying at the shop and I was looking over at the magazine counter and there was one copy of the, on that you could see of the empire and this month in empire you either get a superman on the front or batman on the front yeah so i couldn't leave the shop without leafing through all the copies of empire they've got and putting the batman one on the front so so as to show the batman and to hide superman <laughs> really yeah i mean i don't know why i felt the need to do that but i just thought well i'm not having that did you and then go to it. another shop and do it again do it to every shop the in the whole in of London. Radius. Yeah, you've clearly picked a side. I have picked a side, haven't I? Yeah, they asked me to do so, and I have. Everyone's going for Batman, aren't they? Come on, who likes Superman more than Batman? No one. I know a couple of people. Yeah, a couple. A couple out of like twenty. I reckon it'd be like eighty percent. I know more than twenty people. Yeah, do you though? No, not really. No. And did you ask them in your Bane voice as well? Certainly, I don't know twenty people who would have an opinion on this. Who wouldn't just roll their eyes and go, "Grow up, Andrew." <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody cares but you. What was your week like? Uh, yeah, it was well, it was Bainey well, to start with. Yeah, uh, something nice happened a week. Do uh, you remember? Ooh, just before Christmas, I received in the post issue one of Star Jaws. Oh yeah, I received issue two of Star Jaws. Really? Which was nice. Here I am with no editions of, of Star Jaws whatsoever. What's it like? It's good. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Do a Google for. Well, I have a Star Jaws, which will probably be the simplest thing, or their website, which is Images Degrading Forever, and then you can see it. It is there for on PDF, so you can oh, okay. see it for free as well. Thank you very much for sending that, uh, and thank you very much for sending it just to me. Basically, this week, month, Spidey is on the Death Star now, and he interrupts a film. No, he's not. He's on a planet, and he interrupts a film, which is being filmed there, and then he and the actor join forces to escape the uh, robot army. <laughs> it is a bit left field, you know. It's a bit. <laughs> it does the sound left field? It is a bit. Woo, and I like a bit of woo, but it's done in a very um, classic way, verging into the sort of Batman camp. How did Spider-Man get onto Death Star in the first place? Did he have a really, really, really long spider web? <laughs> <laughs> or did he just get some sort of spaceship? He must be so dehydrated. Spider- <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I do maybe. worry about him. But in the week, I also went to a toy shop, which. I said to my mate, I went to a toy shop, and she said, why did you go to a toy shop? And I said, well, why, why not? She went, you're 32. And I thought, I had nothing to come back to it. And it was kind of the same way. I was niece, walking around. Niece, I got, I got nieces, three of them. Well, this is, well, this is it. Right? I was in the toy shop, and because, um, you know, I was walking to go somewhere else, and then I saw the toy shop, and I thought, that's awesome. And I went in, and it was good. And I was walk, looking around like the Lego, like Souls Lego, and the, a, kind of a, a, a worker came up to me, and it was like, oh, you're here for, you know, to look for one of your kids. And I, I was going to say n- no, and I looked up, and she was quite fit, so I said no, because I thought, well, she's fit, and I don't want to know I've got kids. But I don't know why. And then <laughs> we kind of like didn't say something to each other, and she just looked at me like I was odd and just walked off. And I thought, oh. why can't a 32-year-old man walk around a toy shop these days? What's wrong with that? But w- why I'm going somewhere with this, um, I was looking at the Batman uh, figures for the new film. These toys, they feel, I don't know if they they include their own kind of like characters, or they kind of can give stuff away, but... 
there was this toy set where it was Batman in his kind of mech up suit. There was Superman, and then there was Lex Luthor in like his own version of a massive kind of like you know the Batman suit, which he's done up to fight yeah, Superman. Yeah. It's like his own version, but even bigger, and it's like green and purple and looks terrible. I don't know if that's going to be in the film or they just thought we'll create our own kind of version of Lex Luthor for, to- for toys. Do you know what I mean? Um, I don't know if they could do that or not, but it looks terrible. So I'm kind of hoping it's not going to be in the film. That, Matt, is excellent linkage. I'd almost think you did it on purpose, but I know you too well. Yeah, let's let's go with that. Let's just hear a little something to introduce us to this week's topic. (laughs) Wow, what an ending! Who'd have thought Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's father? Ah, oh, thank, thank you! Oh, thank you, Mr. <laughs> Blow the picture for me. <laughs> Classic. Uh, some First off, give us, give, us some, give us some context. What was that? That was a flashback to when Marge and Homer were dating, and that's Marge and Homer coming out of the cinema after watching Empire Strikes Back, and they walk past the line of people who are going in to watch the next viewing of Empire Strikes Back, and that's Homer giving away the ending that. Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father, yeah. Can you tell me the season? The season? I'm going to go for season four. Oh, close. It is season three. I was going to go for three. Bollocks. Bollocks, damn it. Uh, for double That's points. That's a good game, though. I want to do that more. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. You don't have to do it right now, obviously, but yeah. No, as I, I do have nothing else prepared. Uh, but so yeah you talked about batman versus superman toy spoilers and i was gonna get to toys shortly but just before i do there was in the week a i'm gonna call it a spoiler for the sake of the topic but it was officially released in empire magazine a new picture amongst others of the batman versus superman film and ah, in, well i i did obviously see the front of empire as i mentioned but i didn't look inside so well i was gonna ask you see mm. Why didn't you look inside? To avoid spoilers, yeah. I did look inside, and I saw them online first anyway. And in the one of the shots has got what's going to be considered a massive spoiler. And I texted you in the week and said, Empire's just dropped a spoiler. Right. And you replied, oh, well done, Empire. I'm going to steer clear. Yeah. For the purpose of our art, Matt, and this <laughs> podcast is art. That, that can, art. That, I know it doesn't seem like it now, but when we're dead... It still won't be art, but when our children are dead, <laughs> it might be. It might um, be, okay. For the sake of our art, I'm going to spoil this for you, but I'm going to preface this, and I did say this during the week. A, it's an officially released spoiler, so it's probably not best termed a spoiler, but it is a reveal, should we say. Okay. For me, I was like, yeah, I'm not really surprised, but now I've got conf- kind of confirmation. For the average Joe-looking empire, it'll mean nothing at all, and for you, you're probably going to think, mm, that might be a spoiler. Okay. Are you ready? Uh, yes, go on. Okay, hang on. So Andrew's now sending me the link to said spoiler. How do I... Via uh... WhatsApp. Isn't technology brilliant? Okay. Terry Wogan's died, you know? I was going to send it by Skype. Terry Wogan's died? Terry Wogan's died, yeah. Has he? Yeah. Bloody hell. I know. He was ill. He was ill. It's a shame. You know what you could have done? You could have, you know, known we were doing this podcast and sent it via email beforehand and said look at this during the episode. Well, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, I could have done. Could have done. Yeah, could have done. Yeah, could have done. Yeah, could have done. Yeah, could have done. Some options. But then we wouldn't have this um, edge Text of your book. seat. People <laughs> yeah. are on tenterhooks right now thinking, <laughs> what the hell is it going to drop? Well, in this time, someone could have put on their shoes, walked out to the nearest shop, purchased the magazine, walked home, leafed through it, and well, seen the spoil well, before you well, got around to telling well, me about it. Well, maybe I work for Empire, and this, this whole podcast has been a clever ploy. 
Did you think yeah, of you that? Did. No, you didn't. You're, all you're doing is emailing a link. Mum could have done it quicker than this. <laughs> I can't find the link. <laughs> I don't know why one JPEG has taken this long to attach. It's now attached. I've sent it, people. It's sent. It's sent. Matt now yeah. has it. Ping! Uh, ping! BVS. Okay. Download. Tap to download. Tapped it. Downloading. Okay. Yes. Right. Okay. Okay. I have. I think I have seen this, actually. <sighs> but I... Yeah. But it doesn't... Okay. From all right, what it looks like to me is that's Batman. Well done. Thank you. In his little jacket that he's, that he's got. And well, I don't know why he's got that jacket. And then he is obviously in the ruins of Metropolis, I'm thinking. Um, so, hold on. Oh, right, okay. So is the spoiler the little what kind of like insignia-looking thing on the floor? The the massive insignia thing on the floor, yes, that's the spoiler. Right, okay. Um, what? I didn't see that last time. What is it? That is the Omega symbol. Oh, okay, yeah. The Omega symbol is linked to Darkseid. Right. Now, Darkseid has long been rumoured to be um, in this film somehow because when they released the trailer, of course, and we saw... Doomsday. And we saw Doomsday, people yeah. were like, oh. And then ever, then people were thinking, well, that can't be the big baddie. There must be more going on than that. So we're going to have Darkseid, Doomsday... Like in the trailer, sleeper. do you remember there was the flying people in the dream scene? Well, we presume yeah, it's a yeah, dream yeah. scene. Parademons, which are Darkseid's army. So right. already, if you're in the know... The seed had been planted that Darkseid was showing up, but this kind of gives confirmation because that is his symbol, and he basically stamps that. Darkseid was here. Basically, yeah. No, basically saying Darkseid will be here. That's, that's like someone leaving their hickey on some girl's neck, right? Yes, um, it is intergalactic evil hickeys. <laughs> the question is, is he going to be in it? Because that's what he marks for, watch this place, this will be handy. It, maybe it just hints that he's going to be the Justice League baddie. Right, okay. And he might well, not actually show up here. Fuck me, there's a lot going on in this film. Fuck me, there's a lot going on in this film. How many, how many kind of lead characters have you got now? So let's go through it. It's got Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Thor, not Thor, um, Aquaman for a little bit. Then you've got Darkseid potentially. You've got Lex Luthor. Flash. Flash is in it. Five, Lois Lane. Seven. Lois Lane. Eight. I feel like I'm missing someone obvious. Cyborg. That's, Cyborg as well. Shit. Oh. And we don't know about Green Lantern yet. Adding more and more to the to the, to the film. It's just... Uh, it's going to be about seven hours long, isn't it? Uh, it's interesting that you talked about the toys because that's obviously potentially avoidable. But you never know because, of course, toy companies have invested in, they have to have products, so it could just be, we can't just have this boring geek guy as an action figure. He's got to have something, you know. Yeah, it's like um, when I was looking at the Star Wars toys, it was just, it, they had all the kind of like old Star Wars characters, so Boba Fett, Stormtroopers, but each one of them had their own kind of weird vest attachment, like, and it was... So if I, if I hadn't seen the film, I'd think, well, okay, these characters are going to have ve- weird vests in them, but they don't. The toys just seem to add at will what they want to these characters. So it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be in the film. But uh, I hope it's not, because it looks fucking terrible. Because I could just see like an end fight of Lex Luthor in a big suit taking on Batman and Superman. I just thought it just... It'd be like the end think, of the Wolverine. It's just, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just going to be people knocking shit, shit out of buildings again. Interesting, though, isn't it, that we only think this is a dream sequence Batman's having because the toy line again, released before the film, and they called it Nightmare Batman. And that's where the idea comes, that it's a dream. This is what annoys me a bit now with these trailers. It's like, people are going to watch Batman vs Superman. These trailers aren't adding anything. There's no one now thinking, I'll go watch it. Surely it's just going to it's just going to harm what people, the, the enjoyment of levels of, of when people actually watch the film, because there's no surprises anymore. You feel like, you don't know what the storyline is, but, you know, you can probably piece things together, and you've seen all, all the, you know, you've seen how what Wonder Woman looks like in her so you've seen Batman in his new suit, you've heard him speak, you've heard all this stuff. It's like, 
Why do we need to know all the stuff before we've seen the film? Well, that takes me to my theory. My what theory? theory, Matt. Because last week you said that the last trailer looked naff. I think your word was naff. Yeah. And I said you've got to go in with different expectations. And I wonder if, if like, releasing, for example, that picture to me and the last trailer having... Because we saw the fan cut trailer where Doomsday was edited out and it was better, right? Yeah. It was yeah. a better trailer, but it didn't set your expectations. Because if you... We didn't do any of this and you hadn't seen any of these trailers and then you went to see Batman vs Superman, you'd be like, what the fuck was that? Because you'd be going in with a different schema. Your mind is set up and expecting something different. So when it contrasts so differently, you're going to be thrown and you're going to think it's shite, even if it's brilliant. So by doing all this, they, they're setting up your mind, they're giving you the schema, and you're going well, to go in. That's just, that's just a shit film then. You can't say um, no, going no, into no. film blind and then you're not liking it. It's because you haven't been given the right scheme or whatever you call it before you go in there. I disagree. <sighs> I don't know. Because it's not about good or bad. If you if, uh, making extreme example, if I went to see uh, a saw with my six-year-old daughter and they they had <laughs> mismarketed it so badly that I thought it was an acceptable film for family, saw could be the best film ever, but it's not going to be a good experience. And that's because what I was expecting and what I got was very different. That's not that's not a good example at all. That's you, you've you've been given an 18 certificate. You've seen a trailer because you don't know what, what Saw is. You know what Batman versus Superman is. You've seen that it's a 12 rating. You can then decide whether you want to take your daughter to it or not. Well, no, I'm not, the, the rating is an example, isn't it? It is an extreme example. But my point is setting expectations because you can enjoy something on its own merits. It could be a great film, but if you go in expecting Chris Nolan and you get fucking dark side and yeah, possibly doomsday and you know whatever else you're gonna be thrown maybe in hindsight when you see it a second time or maybe when you see it you know six months down the line because we've all had films we didn't like which we watch again later in life and think oh actually it's really good that's the same with music or anything with this if you went in now pretty soon after the nolan films really and you got doomsday you're gonna be like what the fuck and i'm not even really talking about being you i'm talking about the people that really pay the bills which is the the, the, you know the Friday night date goers and yeah. you know the more should we say casual fan yeah so yeah. I wonder if this is actually these spoilers are actually brilliant marketing or necessary necessary evil brilliant thanks Did you see the way I it's worded with, it in I went right like full circle <laughs> to talking about that before. all that just to do that at the end it's weird really because yeah you've seen certain trailers which is kind of with it, it's got the woman to woman and the doomsday bits in it which look a bit again that's enough and then you get the bits where the stuff with the uh Dark side and that bit where you see Superman taking off Batman's mask and everything. They seem like two different films. The kind of the, the style of them. And yeah, I still don't know what, how it's going to pan out. Even after all this stuff we're talking about and all these trailers, I still have no real idea what it's going to be like. Cause that, I think that, that even, uh, cause I see a point about, you know, how we, we think that the film's going to, what direction the film's going to go in. You need to kind of be expecting something before you go in so it's not too jarring or whatnot. But I still, the trailers are so different to each other in style that it still isn't any clear to me if it's going to be a bit cartoony and comic booky and have with the dark side stuff, uh, with the uh, doomsday stuff, or it's going to be a bit more serious and gritty like some of the other trailers are. So I've no idea. I don't know, Andrew. Another interesting case of um, toys and things ruining films or spoiling films. <laughs> yeah. Iron Man 3, when that came out, the Lego playset came out before the film was released. You've got the, the baddie called the Mandarin. Yeah. Yeah. who's evil, and he's like an evil dictator. Near the end of the film, it turns out that he's just an actor. 
is an act, an English actor being paid to portray a kind of typical Bin Laden type, and okay. that the genius, the evil bad guy, actually is Guy Pearce, the geeky science guy. Oh, okay, it was a good twist, actually. Okay, but the Lego playset had evil geeky oh, right. science guy transformed into um, monstery fella fighting Iron Man. So you would know. So you, you would were. know that he turns out to be the bad guy. Yeah. So why do they let them do that? They obviously pay a lot of money to have the exclusive rights to, you know, you know, Lego now have got all that. But you still think they'd say, you know, come on, there's loads of stuff you can do about giving them the storyline away. I think they, it sounds like it slipped through the net. I'd imagine nah. yeah, there's a lot of things, isn't there? Because there's the product is okay, yes, we like the design, yes, yes, yes. And then the release date, because that's what it came down to, is the release date. And not even of the toy, I think, but the marketing for the toy. They just didn't Someone sync it with their, their job. own. Yeah. Yeah, someone got in shit for that. Yeah. But an even better one, didn't realise this when we talked about Phantom Menace, but when Phantom Menace was coming out, yeah. they released the soundtrack first. Okay. And on the soundtrack, there is a song called Kai Gon's Noble End. Brilliant. Which is a bit of a spoiler. And then even worse, and very literal, the High Council meeting and Kai Gon's funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, when how, was, it, was it like months before Phantom Menace came out, or was it? No, was it, it, was, it was something like a fortnight. Stale. That's bad, isn't it? Yeah, that was pretty bloody stupid, wasn't it? Yeah, that one again just seems like one of those things when it comes to logistics and and all that stuff. And you know, maybe they got they have to release stuff on certain dates, otherwise they miss it completely. I don't know. Or maybe one of them, um, maybe the film got pushed back a, like a, a month or something, that we, which we forget. I don't know. And then they couldn't change the uh, soundtrack date. I don't know. But that's bad, isn't it? Bloody yeah. stupid. Who buys film soundtracks anyway? I don't know. People make a big song and dance about them. I've never bought one. That's right. I've got the Clerks one because that's not really a soundtrack in an orchestral sense. That's just a collection of songs. Yeah, exactly. That's fair enough. It's like people who buy like Now Thirty Four or whatever. Um, Certain films have got really good soundtracks, but like, yeah, when it's just, yeah, when it's just John Williams' different song, stuff, then it is just he was putting that on in their car and just listening to that from beginning to end. The film soundtrack was the very first album I ever bought, which was Top Gun. Really? Yeah, I can't imagine you buying a Top Gun soundtrack. I had no idea what I was doing. I just knew I liked that Danger Zone song. How about you? What was your first album? Um, I don't remember, but the first single I bought on cassette was the um, David Abadil Your '96 song, "The Three Lions on a Shirt." I don't know if you remember that. Yes, and we had like a pink and yellow tech cassette player and me and my mate probably played it you know over and over again like for hours on end i think my mum actually told me to stop playing it <laughs> kids kids with music but yeah your music changed your music taste changed quite a lot since then so back to spoilers yeah uh i've done some research in the week uh, i like your research by research I, I mean i read someone else's article i'm gonna rip it off but That's that That's is research, yeah. research. You know, Jennifer Rickler on theatlantic.com uh, talking about why spoilers suck. She doesn't call it why spoilers suck, but uh, that's what she meant. You read between the lines, yeah. yeah. It starts with why do people like stories in the first place? As Yale psychology professor Paul Bloom points out, it's, again, I'm paraphrasing, it's a bit fucking weird because surely we'll be better off pursuing more adaptive activities, eating and drinking and fornicating, establishing <laughs> relationships, building shelter and teaching our children, he writes. So in okay. other words, stories are a waste of time technically yeah. speaking. But we have this obsession with make-believe. Bloom and... Now I'm back to reading. Bloom and others argue that, on some level, we don't distinguish fact from fiction. They've done some research, right? I never knew this. If you have a shit-shaped piece of fudge... Love fudge, yeah. I love fudge. But would you eat it if it was shit-shaped? Yeah. 
If I gave you two pieces, one regular fudge and one shit-shaped fudge, made of the same fudge, would you choose the shit-shaped fudge or the normal fudge? I'd probably go for the normal-shaped fudge, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We like stories about sex because we like having sex, and somewhere in our minds the two are the same. As Talia Goldstein, a psychology professor at Pace University, explained, this blurring actually happens at the neurological level. The conscious thinking parts of our brain tell us that a story isn't real, but the more primitive parts tells us it is. What this research kind of points at is that one of the reasons people get pissed off with spoilers, again, this is my words now, is that they remind us that the story is just a story and it's harder to get invested into the story and lost in it if you know how the ending is going to happen yeah i'm going to oversimplify that and just and just by saying it's just going to ruin i I want to go into the cinema not because i've got the fact and fiction distorted in my mind but i just want to go in there and be entertained and surprised and i go in there and i already know half the stuff that's going on simple as that well exactly it's because it's ruining the neurological connections in your brain which means you're not able to allow your brain to fool itself into losing itself and thinking it's real on a subconscious plane oh okay maybe maybe on subconscious level then i think what they're saying is you enjoy a good story so much because not because it's a good story so much but because it encourages your brain to trick itself and that feels good i suppose it is yeah it's, it's weird how when you watch I watched a program yesterday and in it, 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 it's actually it's Mr. Robot and it's on Amazon Prime and I can't recommend it highly enough. And there's one scene in it where he has to offend this guy in order to get him to piss off, basically. And he does this and the, the guy gets really upset and he walks off and you kind of, you feel really bad for him. But then you just realize he's just an actor. That's not real. Like, why are you getting upset for this, this, this actor who's not upset in real life? You know, it's like when, when a character dies in a, in a, in a film and you feel and you get really upset for him it's like it's, it's not real um so maybe you're right maybe you just you mind you know you, you do find it difficult to break away from a certain fact or fiction so if um, you went into that if if you saw a spoiler online first which told you that the character was going to die but you still went through the journey with him i don't it wouldn't have the shock and it wouldn't have the impact would it um no it, it probably wouldn't it, it probably would a little bit but it would lose a lot yeah but that's more just the fact that it's lost its surprise more than it's then taking you back into reality. But I think on a, that's the point, isn't it? On a subconscious level, the two are the same. The fact that you lose the surprise allows you not to be able to escape reality. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Watch Mr. Robot. What, what is Mr. Robot? It's a series on, on Amazon Prime. It's got Christian Slater in it. So it's the first thing he's done in, in a long time. He's Mr. Robot. It's just a, it's a gang of kind of computer hackers centers around this other lad who's kind of socially awkward. And it's, yeah, early on and they're, trying to take down this massive corporation called E-Corp, who, who they call Evil Corp, and it just centers around those main characters. I'm only about five episodes in, but it's really good. I'd mm. definitely watch it if I were you. Worth getting your, your free trial of Amazon Prime alone. Really? And you, can, and you can get a free trial just to watch that, so think about it. I did that with Netflix for Breaking Bad, but then I forgot to cancel, and now I get... Six pounds to watch every episode of Breaking Bad is worth it. Surely. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I think I'm the only guy who doesn't seem to think Break um, Better Call Saul is that good. I've not seen it. I still haven't tried it. Well, he sells sells obviously a brilliant character, and it's obviously it's just about him. It's it's based before the events of Breaking Bad. I mean, it's only one series in, and it was okay. It's just I didn't think an awful lot happened, and everyone everyone went nuts for it. 
And I was a big fan of Breaking Bad, but um, I'm going to give it a try. I think I just I think, I you, think, I think you should, but yeah, it's just investing that much time. We talked about this before, but investing that much time into something again. It's only one season, though, isn't it? It's only one season. I'm, I'm sure they'll do more. Um, I don't know if it's because I was going in there hoping it was going to be every bit as good as Break, uh, Breaking Bad, and I don't think it was. If I if I, if I just went in there completely, discon- not knowing about Breaking Bad and just going in there fresh, then I might have liked it more. I don't know, but well, that, didn't seem. That- that takes you back, doesn't it? It's what I was saying about the pictures well, the, of Batman versus Superman. Set yeah, that's... You've contradicted yourself there. I did a bit, didn't I? Yeah. I ch- ch- changed my mind. Embarrassed us both, I think. <laughs> I do that most weeks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, talking of spoilers, can um, you, you think top your head of a director who famously avoids spoilers at all costs? Chris Nolan. Chris Nolan. Batman Begins was filmed under a different title. <laughs> because... No one would have a clue what that was about, you know, a guy in a bat suit. Well, no, the intimidation game. If Why you see that guy that... got a Batman suit? Is it a Batman film? No, look at, <laughs> look at the title. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely not. Dark Knight Rises, the gravestone. Yeah. Um, because he was... Oh, yeah, yeah. The gravestone where he put different names on the gravestone so even the actors didn't know who died. And also, even after they'd filmed Christian Bale's last scene, yeah. they still had him on the call sheets. He still had to turn up every day just so that like anyone with a spy camera, journalists and all that, wouldn't know that he wasn't there. Hellies, I like all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Spielberg, when they were filming Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull, yep. he really wanted to keep Karen Allen's reprise, uh, reprise? return a secret. Yep. And so all the way through filming, when not, you know, when out in public or whatever, they covered her up with capes and umbrellas. Really? <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Well, didn't they do something like that with Liam Neeson? Oh, because good Liam shout. Neeson, that was a spoiler, Lee, wasn't it? Yeah. Because he was obviously in Don and Rises. That was a spoiler. But they, he was spotted. And I think he pretended like he, he was just kind of went there to, you know, visit the guys on set, that kind of thing. And so, and he was obviously never put in the cast on IMDb or anything like that. And then obviously we know that he's in it. I think he, he was obviously spotted. So they didn't do a great job trying to hide him. It's like it was like you McGregor being in um, the Force Awakens. I mean, that, no, no one either cared or because it's not really important to the storyline. Well, it kind of is. Or no one saw him and no one bothered. But he, because obviously he he turned up for turned up on set for Force Awakens, did his line apparently, and then just pissed off on his mobile. You couldn't see him, could you? No, but he obviously would have been there. So if someone... no, 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 he, they wouldn't pay to send him over. They just a, a, a sound so. studio it. in his no, local. No, no, I'm telling you, like, well, I don't know how it worked out, but apparently he they called him in. He turned up somewhere. He did his line and then went off again. He didn't do it over the phone or anything. No, of course not. But I'm saying that I doubt he went to Pinewood and met the cast and all that. He would have just done it in a sound studio somewhere where he could have been doing a voiceover for right, any okay. number of adverts okay, or something. Fair, fair point, fair point, fair point. Uh, I don't know how these things work, Andrew. I'm not in Hollywood. Chris Carter from The X-Files, uh, I want to believe that film, he insisted that Gillian Anderson read the script with a courier there so that he could take it back again when she was finished. Really? And once filming began, Carter aimed surveillance cameras at the crew members to make sure none of them were pinching anything, like call sheets. Really? Or script pages. I think spoilers are here to stay, I'm afraid. Spoilers, yeah. Well, no, no, def- they definitely are. Because really, like, we made a good... We said it over and over again that Force Awakens did really well in its trailers for not giving away spoilers, but they they did in the end because we know that when Poe crashes the ship, the um the, the Tie Fighter with Finn, you're meant to think that when when you see Finn and you don't see Poe, you're meant to think that Poe's died or that like, he might have. Because I remember because I because you only see Poe for ten minutes and uh, you kind of think to yourself, oh he's brilliant, and then when he you think he's dead, you you you're gutted. And I spent about five minutes just not really paying attention to just him. No, he's good, he's dead. Yeah. And then I kind of thought back to myself, and I thought, hold on, he's been in a lot of trailers. Has there been a scene I've seen in the trailer which hasn't yet been in the film? And then I remembered that there had been the bit in the film where they're next to their t- the X-Wing fighters, 
and they basically kind of like embrace a little bit and then they walk off. Yeah, that was the yeah. Trailer. It hadn't been in the film at that point. So you know that Poe's po going to be in the film later on, so you know he's not dead. So that was a spoiler of sorts. So that did, that did ruin it a little bit. Cause I, so I, you know, when Poe came back, it was like, yeah, Poe's back. Cause like, I knew he was going to come back because I'd seen he was in the trailer. I don't know. You've got to be, got to be careful, haven't you? Um, it, there are different levels of spoilers. Some, some are really just not on and some are just little spoilers like that one you just showed me about dark side i think they're okay but yeah i think they're always going to be there it i think mark the marketing team always kind of maybe get get the get the way in because they obviously need to promote the film in, in, in a way they feel is necessary and yeah it's just always going to be the way isn't it the only thing to do is just be careful where you search on the web isn't it but even then i mean it's still the worst thing i ever saw was some dickhead on the guardian comment section told me hans i was going to die Oh, oh. I need to talk about spoilers. My mate Craig, he doesn't. He's only just started listening to the podcast. He hasn't seen a Force Awakens yet because he wants to watch all the films. Leading up to <laughs> I'm it. sorry, Craig. <laughs> and he just he was starting to listen to the early episodes. He thought, well, there's so, there's so many. I'm just going to listen to the latest ones. And it's just me going, Han Solo dies, and he's like, oh for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> so I've ruined that for him. Sorry, Craig. But again, that's, that's his own fault. The film's been out for ages. It's his own fault. Yeah, and if the film's been out for ages, and you've it's a. It's a Force Awakens podcast. Yeah. You might yeah, get yeah. spoiled. This what's, make contains spoilers, yeah. As we start to wrap up, what's the worst spoiler for you? Well, I think you've just told us. That's, that's got to be it. That was it. And it, I was kind of telling myself, you know, this is just some random person on, on a Guardian comment. I mean, it's not official. Yeah. He, he could be lying. It could be anything. Yeah. It, and then I was just telling myself that, and I kind of like had it in the back of my mind, and I didn't – and I forced myself not, 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 for, not to matter. And I'm, I – you know the scene where he does die. It was always obvious he was going to die. I think, but I should I I should have not known for sure if that he was going to die. When he did actually end up killing him, it sh that should have been more of a shock to me than it was. Um, so it did spoil it. It didn't spoil the film because it was still great. But I wish I hadn't seen that comment. So that's that's got to be the one of the worst spoilers I've seen. Yeah, that's a quite Definitely. a bad one. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that was the biggest shock for me. I did not see it coming, and I heard nothing ahead of time, and it blew my socks off. You know, because it, it had to be kid. Because you knew you knew that wasn't going to be then Kylo Ren, then just kind of turning back, turning good again. He was never going to come back with his son. No, I, was just I honestly thought like... Kylo Ren's going to come back to the good side. We've probably got half an hour left of this film, and Ray's going to do something weird. Oh really? Yeah, I thought they they guided us down Ray's so good, and I thought that's what they're going to do. They're going to twist it. That'd be quite cool. Yeah, yeah, and I think maybe I was just hoping because I thought, oh god, because you could feel the tension. You knew something bad was going to happen. Yeah, this is what's going to be really cool about Calibran because he's at the moment he is he's not a particularly great bad guy. He's he's fighting with his his thoughts. He's he's quite good with his lightsaber, but he's not brilliant because he was clearly struggling at the end of the film. And I like the idea that he's going to kind of and now that he's killed Han, he's going to just. He's gonna, we're going to watch him develop as a, as a, as a naughty guy in, in the next two, I'm hoping. Yeah. And he's going to be really good, so that should be quite exciting. Redemption at the end for him, do you think? For Kylo Ren? Yeah. For Kylo Ren, no, I don't think so. I think there will be, because it's the Vader arc. They're going to just take it, and Vader had his redemption at the end, and I think they'll give it to Kylo Ren too. So it is. And I still think Rey may turn out to be a dark horse. Do you reckon? Yeah. Big time. Um, all right. Well, let's wrap it up there. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, head on over to thesmithsignal.com where you'll find all our past episodes. They are full of spoilers, I warn you now. Email us, thesmithsignal at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at thesmithsignal. Thank you very much for listening. We'll speak to you next week. Bye. And so concludes our tale. Our heroes disappear into the night, but they will return. When the Smith signal shines again, 